Oddity Files is brought to you by ThatWitchBeauty.com. Self-care potions for the weirdo who wants more out of life. Small batches made with all-natural organic ingredients with moon-charged water and crystal-infused. Energy potions, smokeless smudge sprays, and even a real love potion made with real pheromones. Head to thatwitchbeauty.com and you'll find out the magic is in you too. Be fierce. Be fearless. Be unapologetically you. Thatwitchbeauty.com What are you doing, man? I was just throwing you off. <laughs> totally worked. All of you files. All things creepy, cryptic, otherworldly. And we're back. Hey guys, you are listening to Oddity Files, the podcast, the podcast, the podcast. I'm Kitsy Duncan. <laughs> I'm Nick Floyd. Kitsy's sleepy today. So I was up at 4 a.m. for absolutely no reason. Not just like just... bracing for the weather that you're about to get potentially? Potentially. Well, it was a new moon. It's like this whole we're recording on February 2nd, 2022. It's like this whole portal's opened in the universe right now. And Groundhog I, Day. I'm, yes. I'm going to blame it all on those things and not the fact that I just overthink when I wake up at four o'clock in the morning and can't fall asleep. Yeah. Well, did you see the shit yesterday that the, uh, and hopefully, I mean, this isn't, this will be paranormal in the news, but did you see that uh, one of the, the celebrity groundhogs died yesterday, the day before Groundhog Day. Oh my God! Is there more than just Phil? <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, Melville Mel or Millville Mel or something like that. But yeah, like six weeks of winter. No, the groundhog dies the day before. What is what does that mean? <laughs> You're getting kind of sketchy over there, and I hope it's not the weather. So let's hope it was Cassie. And we're back. No one had to know. Nobody. And well, that'll be just where I cut it. Um, yeah. So Nick and I are, are breaking in the new format. Format. Super excited. Um, words will be very hard because I'm working on zero sleep. I've got a few things to banter about. But Nick, I'd like to see if there's anything new with you first. Because I never do that. No. Nothing. No. Um I'm trying to keep up with all the television shows, and that's pretty much my life. So, it's like anything good, no newsworthy, noteworthy. It's a Murderville, like the improvised murder mystery show with Will oh. Arnett on Netflix. Is it good? I don't know, oh, but it okay. looks really it looks really funny. Like it's it's so like it's the cases are all scripted, but the celebrity who's brought in has to improvise everything. Oh, that's real. Yeah. Oh, shit. That's going to be amazing. It's going to be hilarious. And Will Arnett's like the detective is leading all the cases and, and all the celebrities. So that that's Friday. Uh, Pam and Tommy's on Hulu. Oh, Sebastian. Yeah, I watched the first episode today and it was great. He's amazing as Tommy Lee. Oh, I can't wait. And then the after party on Apple TV Plus, another murder mystery comedy whodunit, which I'm three episodes in. That's amazing. What's that one called again? The After Party. Everyone is Ben Schwartz from Parks and Rec and Dave Franco and uh, Sam Richardson, who's hysterical. But it's like uh, there's a murder at a party and the police is in, 
getting the witness statement from everybody at the party. And every witness statement is translated into a different genre of film. So the first episode is like a rom-com. Very WandaVision. Very, very WandaVision. Second episode is like John Wick action movie. Third episode is a musical. Oh, shit. Uh, I love it. Yeah. So there's that. Nightmare Alley's on HBO Max, which I missed. It's just like, where do you find all the time? I mean, I, I didn't even know about most of these things. So... Will Arnett is in that first one you were talking about. Is he Job from Arrested Development? Yes. Okay. I only know them, especially if they were from Arrested Development, only know them by their character names. And I hate when people do that, but that's me. (laughs) Yeah, but it looks amazing. There's just, it's too much. There's just too much. But there's not too much. I'm not mad about it. No. Did you see Scream? I didn't see Scream. Okay. I haven't been in the movies in a while, but like... I love the movies, and I feel like I'm—I sh- I will regret saying this, but like, why would I leave my house right now when there's so much stuff to watch at home? Being fed to our televisions, literally. No, I am. You're yeah. preaching to the choir. Preaching to the choir on that. Yeah. So IV um, drip, and I can't rip it off. You know. I, <laughs> for sure. Um, I have not watched a whole hell of a lot. I started rewatching Sabrina just because I love it so much and I'm doing all the witchy stuff. But I went and saw my friend uh, Shelly from Conquest Journal for lunch the other day and we were talking about her Sabrina line, like her notepads and Mm-mm. desktop uh, calendars and things like that. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to rewatch it. So, and, and that's something I can have on mindless in the background because. I think I've given up on X-Files. Mulder's just fucking gone. For so, a whole season. Yeah. Yeah. And then does he come back for the last season? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, maybe I will finish it then. Okay. And which Sabrina are you watching? The the, the Chilling Adventures or the yes. old? the cla- Okay. The only Sabrina to me. <laughs> the I, dark and moody one. I thought for sure, because um, the last company that I worked for, we got the screeners, like Netflix sent them out like three months early or something. I was like, ah, Riverdale people, whatever. And they sent out the first six. Mm-hmm. And I watched I watched them because I had to. I had to like write a review about it. And I, I fell in love. I was like, this is going to be massive. Like, Kieran Shipka is going to be huge. This show is going to be huge. And it just didn't really take off like I thought it would. I you thought know, people were going to love it. I, I did. And, and like my little circle loved it. Um, but I don't know. I, I assumed the reason it only had three seasons was because it was doing well and the kids wanted more money. I don't know. I apparently it wasn't doing as well as I thought. It probably, I think it was probably an expensive show to produce too, but it was like, I think that was like the growing pain phase of Netflix where they were like, if you don't have this much or you're not Ozark, you're not getting a you know, second, third Stranger season. Things. Yeah, yeah. For sure. I don't know. Sure. They're all their money's on movies and like foreign shows now after Squid Game, so But I I, I guess she started uh, Sabrina came to Riverdale? Mm-hmm. Question mark? Okay, cool. Awesome. Uh the only thing other than that that I had to talk about today was Oh my gosh, y'all, that witch beauty is blowing the fuck up. <laughs> That's why I'm not sleeping. <laughs> I had no no idea. Um, so this is my huge thank you to everybody who's supporting my witchy little business on Etsy. If you have no fucking clue what I'm talking about, head to thatwitchbeauty.com. Um, I'm 
as of this recording, I released two things this past weekend. It was a, a, a lip plumper moisturizer serum, um, all natural crystals charged under the moonlight. Um, it's not going to make you look like Angelina Jolie. I'm going to tell you that up front, but it's going to give you a little pout. So um, that's not a bad thing. And then I dumbass me. I went to that day. I, I created my uh, get the smudge out spray and I went to put it all in Etsy and I was going to save it as a draft and release it the following weekend and I hit publish. So I released a couple things this past weekend for me. I don't know when this is going to air with our new format, but um, I'm working on all kinds of new stuff. I'm obsessed with creating new product. I don't, I never saw this coming. When are you going to get yourself a cauldron? That's what I want to know. I don't know. I should. You got to have like multiple. Because I mean, you could do like a cauldron setup or like a beaker, like a lab setup. Be oh, very uh, scientific y. Yeah, yeah, very scientific. Make a little spot in the house, and then you can. Well, you don't want to give away your secrets, but you could do like videos of making them. And I, uh, you can see. Oh, my, you got I, it everywhere. I've ran out of room. I really have. Mm-hmm. It's it's insane. But thank you, everybody. The Wake Up Witch is number one seller, and I I couldn't be more excited about it. So it's a spray on energy spray and you spray it like on the back of your neck or your hands or whatever and it's it's a, and this sounds ridiculous but it's a chill energy it's not like shooting one of those five-hour energies where you're like oh my god gotta get shit done so mm-hmm. <laughs> very excited and i am going on and on and on let's go ahead and send things over to me paranormal in the news <laughs> that was the worst segue ever <laughs> Not the worst. Um, eh, pretty We've done worse. <laughs> Nick actually sent me this story, and then it ended up in the Facebook group. If you guys are not a part of the Oddity Files fan group on Facebook, I highly recommend you check it out. It's a good time. Everybody seems to love it. But the headline reads, Jeepers Creepers existed! Exclamation point. The real story of the movie is horrible. So uh, the story goes a little something like this. Sometimes reality is stranger than fiction. Learn about the true story that inspired Jeepers Creepers, one of the most disturbing horror films out there. Jeepers Creepers is one of the most scary movies in horror cinema. The main character is a demon whose face is similar to a snake and wakes up every 23 years. This movie fucked up my life. I'm not going to lie. He haunts human beings whom he chooses by their smell. When the demon perceives a smell he likes, he won't stop himself and eat. He won't stop himself and eat eyes to see. Oh, he eats eyes to see, ears to hear, lungs to breathe. The demon becomes immortal during his feeding period, which lasts 23 days and everything he eats becomes a part of him. But the true story was a married couple used to live in the country of Michigan in 1990. Dennis DePew was an ordinary man who loved his kindful wife, but she wasn't that happy after asking for a divorce. He was no, yeah. This is written terribly. <laughs> so Dennis lost his mind. He took the life of his beloved wife. 
as an act of revenge and then dumped her remains at the back of an abandoned school. This guy's a terrible human being. Mm. In the film, the demon can be seen throwing the bodies of the victims behind a ruined church. There's also a very creepy scene in the movie in which two brothers observed what the mysterious demon was doing and when he noticed them, the demon went after them. In real life, the two brothers who were road traveling noticed how Dennis DePew was throwing his wife's body out, but weren't cautious enough for the man not to notice them. Dennis was furious and began to go after them for several miles. The police got involved and managed to catch him, but days later, Dennis took his life after a famous television show called Unsolved Mysteries chose his case remaking scenes for one of the episode. Ten years later, the movie Jeepers Creepers was released and used the same dialogue made by the show. So I had no idea. Very, very loosely based on this dude. Yeah. I feel like, I wonder what the licensing and stuff, oh, I'm going to bore everybody with licensing. I wonder what the licensing (laughs) for for all that stuff is because the thing about it is... I mean, we've talked about it multiple times in this podcast. We've talked about Halloween and Chucky and mm-hmm. Poltergeist and now Jeepers Creepers. Like, I wonder, I mean, all movies are based on fact. Like, fiction is based on nonfiction one way or another. Right, Everything right. is inspired. And that's why we always have, like, at the end of the movie, it's like, the following things are not based on any person, thing, da-da-da-da, regardless of names, da-da-da. Uh... So I wonder, like, it's just all horror loosely based on every true story that's happened. I I don't know. Very loosely in this case. Even when yeah. it's inspired by true events, it's still very loosely. Well, that's, based. I mean, that was the whole, that's like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, where that was inspired which, like, based on and inspired, I think, are, like, the two separating words where, as, like, the original 1970s uh, Chainsaw Massacre is inspired by. Mm-hmm. Because it's, like, yeah, Ed Gein. Yeah, and they say, like, several other serial killers inspired that one, too. It's like, nope, this is a whole different story because Ed Gein was in fucking Wisconsin, I think? Minnesota? Yeah. Not even close to Texas. No. It's like, I think it's like, you know, oh, serial killer wears skin face mask? Done. Inspired Nipple by belt. It. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Kills his mom. So, yeah. So, people are very disappointing, as was that news article. <laughs> <laughs> You'd think I'd do better research at this point. Nope. Not today, Satan. Okay. Um... I have a story, Nick, and this new format has me just telling a story, which I'm nervous because I don't know how good this is going to be, but I'm going to try. So today I'm going to tell you a little story about a gorgeous Victorian home about 45 minutes south of where I'm sitting right at this moment in Mitchell, Indiana. This was a story suggestion from Nikki Kelly. Let's talk about Whisper's Estate. And that story goes... A little something like this. Literally, I took this story off of Whispers Estates website. All of the information I'm about to, oh, and then I said that. All of the information I'm about to tell you, God, I need sleep, comes straight off the pages of the Whispers Estate website. 
It was built in 1894. At least that was the earliest discovered records. In 1899 or 1901, depending on which source or reference, Dr. John and Jesse Gibbons purchased the house from the original owners, Dr. George and Sarah White. Dr. John and Jesse Gibbons reportedly adopted abandoned orphaned children. One of these children, a 10-year-old girl named Rachel, started a fire in the front parlor, being badly burned, and died two days later in one of the upstairs bedrooms. If I had a dollar for every time I walked into a haunted location and they say, this little Victorian girl set herself on fire and died two days later, I'd have a couple bucks. <clears throat> okay. Um, <laughs> two dollars. Two dollars. Uh, But you can still hear and sometimes see her running around the house today. A 10-month-old. I don't know. (laughs) God, that would be fucking terrifying. That would be the worst experience ever. Oh, my God, I'm on fire. Oh, my God, I'm on fire. That would be terrible. I bet they wouldn't really have any visitors. (laughs) (laughs) Um, A 10-month-old infant, Elizabeth, died in the master bedroom of unknown causes, but there is still the scent of baby powder, and you can sometimes still hear her cries. Jessie died in that same bedroom after a bout with double pneumonia. Guests sleeping in that room often awake to labored breathing and coughing. Oh, God, don't go there during COVID, for fuck's sake. You'd be like, okay, you got your booster, ghost? paranoia to the max (laughs) (laughs) some even report feeling as if someone is sitting on their chest the most common paranormal activity in this room is the closet doorknob it will frequently jiggle for a few moments stop suddenly and the closet door will pop open the maximum reported count of repeatable occurrences is five within a couple minutes That's a lot, yeah. This, of course, required persons in the room to close the door each time. Dr. Gibbons was a prominent doctor in town, having his office on the f- in the first floor rooms in the house. Given the time period and medical field, it is likely many patients died there during his practice of 26 years. Stories of subsequent owners and occupants suggest others has, have encountered their encountered fuck me their own demise, such as a gentleman in the fifties or sixties that died in the upstairs bathroom, a young boy that died from falling down the front staircase. In two thousand six, the previous owner bought the house after being vacant for a few years. During its restoration, strange activities started to occur. Activity in the house continued and even increased subsequently, earning the name Whispers Estate, after guests repeatedly reported hearing disembodied voices whispering in their ears. There are supposedly four graves in the backyard, not including what psychics have called a pit grave, which they say contains amputated limbs, internal organs, and aborted fetuses, etc., There is reportedly a portal slash vortex which runs up through the house from the front parlor into the third floor room slash attic. The room in the attic is said to be the heart of the house. 
Guests that are brave enough to sleep in this third floor room report horrible nightmares and sometimes hear something trying to get in the room via the door. Visitors have reported sightings of a shadow, which is now called Big Black, an entity which psychics say is not of this world. While most commonly encountered in the doctor's rooms, it has been seen throughout the house. Uh, Guests have experienced earthquake-like tremors while in the doctor's bathroom. And EVP sessions have revealed many entities in the house at any given time. But you don't always need recording equipment to hear these disembodied voices at Whisper's estate. Many young women have reported hearing Dr. Gibbons whisper in their ears as well as sometimes grabbing slash groping them. Guests have reported their recording camcorders being moved by an unseen presence. Uh, If you're not completely freaked out and think you have what it takes to spend the night here, head on over, just Google Whispers Estates. Now, pre-Prime Days, pre-Oddity Files, a TV show, Prime Days, I had investigated this place and the place is legit active from communicating with a man who was allegedly waiting for his pregnant wife in what was previously the doctor's office so it's set up as a bedroom now the doctor's office uh the gropey doctor and uh the little sitting room outside of it was the waiting room and we had a full-on conversation with this guy we had a spirit medium uh molly O'Connelly with us and she did not like gropey Dr. Pants but between the spirit box session we had and Molly's help this poor man was worried about the safety of his wife in this doctor's appointment and allegedly she had died there and then upstairs there's like this weird chaotic vibe up there that really kind of freaked me out in this little closet slash attic space which they didn't even cover in the story i still have never come across anything that has made me feel like that since wow and we captured a really weird ball of light on one of my gopros that evening and it was so tiny it looked like a pinprint a pinprick and it was behind uh john heitler who was investigating with us at the time and it moved out from under the door it it moved like a mouse at first like it it came underneath the door rolled around his feet a little bit went up to the wall and then rolled up the wall so it wasn't like a floating orb it was this little pinprick of light it it, still no idea and i'm i'm not the only one that's captured that there so wow now uh the best part was the ouija board session I did in the basement. It's like the only one I ever did for Oddity Files that actually worked. We had tried it a couple times and got uh, no response until we went to Jailhouse Pizza. But this is pre that. And it confirmed, the Ouija board confirmed that the house is a portal. Needless to say, it was a very interesting night. Actually, one of the investigators that was supposed to come with and investigate with us that night canceled because he had a nightmare about the place, even though he had never been there. Oh, that's definitely a no-no. Yeah, and he described yeah. exactly what he saw, and I, it was this house. Wow. So 
mind-blowing. Absolutely. So if you get the chance, I highly recommend it. Um, I personally want to get back there knowing what I know now. And it might just be a whole different investigation. It sounds like it. It's funny. I... uh... When I was looking through stories and stuff today, I saw, I scrolled past Whispers. Did you really? And I was like, oh, maybe. Oh. Past it. Well, thank God you were going with your gut, sir. <laughs> like, I got to see a picture of it, which is great. So, like, I was able to, which a lot of places when we do these stories, I can't visualize, unless I knew the story prior. Yeah. Uh, I can't really visualize the spot. So it's all just like listening and trying to imagine what this place looks like. But this, I, the moment you started talking about it, I had a, at least what the exterior looked like. I had a, I had a visual of it. Yeah. It's, it's actually a stunning place. I think it was up for sale here recently. I don't know if it was sold or what happened with it, you know, cause I don't actually research shit like I should. Um, <laughs> But yes, I totally highly recommend it. Um, Guys, we're going to throw this over to a couple quick commercials. And then Nick has a listener story. Squee! Get out of town. Oddity Files is brought to you by ThatWitchBeauty.com. Self-care potions for the weirdo who wants more out of life. Small batches made with all natural organic ingredients with moon-charged water and crystal infused energy potions, smokeless smudge sprays, and even a real love potion made with real pheromones. Head to thatwitchbeauty.com and you'll find out the magic is in you too. Be fierce. Be fearless. Be unapologetically you. Thatwitchbeauty.com Paranormal Crossroad has so many live events coming up. This weekend, we have a spirit session and spooky tour, which is sold out. I can't believe it. It's at the Haunted Lodge 666 in Irvington, Indianapolis. Don't worry, we'll add a new date there soon. Coming up, we have a live webinar, Mimosas and Mindfulness. Spirit medium Tiffany Rice presents Basic Witch Crystals 101. I will share getting to know your spirit squad. And KJ will bring you the road to peace for you and your pets. March 12th in Indianapolis, we have Paranormal Crossroad Live, where we'll be filming live in front of a studio audience with a pre-show cast party. Then we'll be recording for the show Paranormal Crossroad. Then KJ and I will do a live spirit session and Spirit Tiffany will then do one of her world-renowned gallery readings. You can also get private spirit sessions in your own home. Think Tupperware Party meets Seance. Head on over to ParanormalCrossroad.com. Click on Workshops and Events. We're adding new stuff all the time. Are you aware I wrote a book? (laughs) Of course you are, unless you're a first-time listener. I wrote a book called I'd Rather Talk to Dead People about my experiences at some of the most notoriously haunted locations in the world. Find out why Johnny G's Beat says one of my 2020 favorites or why Christina says wonderfully written and exciting. Katie says it's one of her best reads ever. Corey says it's paranormal investigating 
with heart. Head on over to Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com and just search I'd Rather Talk to Dead People by me, Kitsy Duncan. Wondering if your loved ones are around you? Wish there was a way to find out? Now you can. Introducing Paranormal Crossroad Spirit Sessions in home, in person. Limited time only. Book now at ParanormalCrossroad.com. And we're back. What you got, Nick? We are. I have a listener story. Uh, do I read who it's from? Is that is that legal? As long as it's okay. I know one of the ones I sent you said they wanted to stay anonymous. This one doesn't specify, so I'm going to leave the name out of this one. Okay. Okay. The subject of this specific listener story is unknown quantity. Okay. Which is a very interesting quantity, entity... This, this could be wild. Uh, and this is a story. Kitsy and Nick, I've enjoyed listening to your guys' podcast. It's brought uh, many a smile to my face. In fact, it was the one positive thing while I drove through snowstorms recently from Blue Island to uh, Blue Island. I'm assuming that's Illinois. Uh, Illinois. <laughs> Don't you add an S. My, actually, my ex-husband was born there. Blue Island. <laughs> Blue Island. <laughs> Uh, to Hayes, Kansas recently. That drive took 14 hours, oh. and my son slept nearly the entire time as I drove him back to college after the holidays. Well, thank you. That's so kind. I'm glad we could keep yeah. you company. I love That's it. That's wonderful. The story begins on Halloween 2009. I lived in Olath, Kansas, a southern suburb of Kansas City. My two youngest sons, two youngest, not sons, I made that up. You might have one son and one daughter. Uh, my two youngest were looking forward to the evening of trick-or-treating, and I have to admit I enjoyed that time with them. As we lived in a highly residential area, it had become custom to start on one side of our street, go through neighboring streets, and finish the night with the remaining side of our own street. That's a very uh, good way to do it. Yeah. Got a system down. After about 30 minutes and a dozen plus houses, I didn't feel the need to go up with them to each door and let them take the lead. I don't like where this is going. I took that time to look at the other trick-or-treaters, say hi to other parents, and get annoyed by wandering packs of teenagers yelling and carrying on around us. I can't blame the teenagers. I was that way once upon a time, and then somewhere along the way got old and became a parent. Same, dude. Same. Same. (laughs) Also same. Eventually, uh, it got later and the crowds thinned, and that's when I noticed the figure standing under a street light get the fuck out about three blocks down i know exactly where he's at listening wise we did you did a whole thing on this oh yep this is wild wow it stood maybe six and a half to seven feet in height i can only say that because it stood next to a pickup and it was taller than the roof oh fuck it appeared to be a man dressed in long black robes Arms tucked into his sleeves in front of him, a hood covering his head, and an all-white mask on his face. The mask was a generic face, no features, just slits for eyes and mouth. Mm -mm. My first thought was someone in a scream-like costume, but the mask wasn't Ghostface. The figure just stood there staring at me, and I got a chill down my spine. I figured some teenager was just trying to be scary and tried to ignore. We hit up several more houses, and the figure was still there but he had moved one light closer. Uh Uh-uh. Of course, now I begin to get annoyed and yell at him to move along before I call the police. 
A few more houses later, and I realized he was gone. I just shrugged it off. Eventually, we got back to our block. Now, our street ends in a turnaround with houses built along the back edge of the circle. Our house was halfway up the block. As we got closer to home, I saw the same figure standing in the middle of the roundabout. I nearly crapped my pants. Yeah, I, I would have peed myself a little bit. Uh, that would have been game over for... <laughs> I, I, I would have done both. I hustled the kids to the house. And I would have thrown up, too. I just would have done all... <laughs> you can't touch me if I'm this gross. Uh, <laughs> I hustled the kids to the house, and as soon as we climbed the stairs, it started running up the street at us. Hell no! No, no way. Mm-mm. We got inside, and I slammed the door shut. Almost immediately, I got pissed and embarrassed. I grabbed the baseball bat by my front door and stormed out to confront the figure. It was gone. I went back inside, locked everything up, and probably checked the street a dozen more times that night. Fast forward from 2009 to 2021, Halloween night. My kids are all adults, and I now live in Blue Island, Illinois. That night, I was headed into work for a late shift, and with the pandemic, didn't expect to see many trick-or-treaters. I reached a four-way stop near my house and prepared to make a right. As I ooh, got the chills. As I made sure no kids were attempting to cross, I looked at the streetlight, which was across the intersection. Standing under it was a figure in a black robe, hood no. covered head, arms folded, and the white mask. What in the actual fuck? My arm, or my heart skipped a beat. The memory from that Halloween twelve years earlier came flooding back, and I floored it away from the intersection. The figure was visible in my rearview mirror and seemed to be staring at me. I quickly made another turn and lost it from my view. It still gives me chills to think about it. I may not go out next Halloween. No, don't. I'm just telling you now. No, don't, no, don't. Wow. Mm-mm. That's terrifying. Wow. That, um... From Kansas to Illinois, no S. Well, I mean, listen, the streetlight theory of... <laughs> portals i mean i I still i still i know that we've had some listeners send in stories about streetlights and stuff but i still i have questions i have (laughs) i have even more questions than i I had something to it i don't know that was amazing guys send in your story to oddity files crew at gmail.com it's our favorite part of doing this, and I kind of like that Nick's reading it now, so you don't have to listen to my fucking annoying voice as much as you used to. But guys, that's our show. Thank you all for being here. Check out our sponsor, thatwitchbeauty.com. Check out all the stuff and all the things, our oddity files on the socials. Leave a review. It would be nice. It would be kind. Please fucking do it. And shout out to our Patreon producers, which is patreon.com slash oddityfiles, Donald Blanchflower, Ryan Hoke. I'm Kitsy Duncan. Weird is the new cool. And I am Nick Floyd. I'll go stop. <laughs> Did I say that right? I know. I was going to say, like, I'll see you next time. <laughs> that is not your line. <laughs> Oddity Files is brought to you by ThatWitchBeauty.com. Self-care potions for the weirdo who wants more out of life. Small batches made with all natural organic ingredients with moon-charged water and crystal infused. 
energy potions, smokeless smudge sprays, and even a real love potion made with real pheromones. Head to thatwitchbeauty.com and you'll find out the magic is in you too. Be fierce. Be fearless. Be unapologetically you. Thatwitchbeauty.com Thanks for listening. Head to flow.page slash oddityfiles for all things oddity files. Links to our merch, links to our sponsors, links to all the things oddity files. We appreciate your continued support. We appreciate you spreading the word. Please don't forget to leave a review on wherever you're listening. Again, all things oddity files at flow.page slash oddity files. Theme music provided by James Grice, edited by me. Take care. We'll see you next time. No, you won't. You'll hear us next time. Bye.